0: Through the years, we all remember when we first witnessed a national tragedy. We remember the good times and the bad times through either a song, a TV show, a monumental sports achievement, or even the smell of a particular food from when we were young. Welcome to the show that will take you on a journey through time to relive those iconic moments. Welcome to RTW Rewind, where old school rules. So, without any further delay, let's introduce you to the host of the show, Rad Rob, Rob Francois.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to RTW Rewind. I'm your host, Radicalized Rob, Rob Francois. I hope everybody's doing well all around the world. Thank you for being here. Before I introduce my uh, my very, very special guest, for well, those of you watching on video, you can see his beautiful face. For, for those of you listening in the audio version, um, you know that I have rebranded uh, over, over the years. I've retooled. Uh, I've gone in different directions with my shows, and that's going to be happening on this show. And hopefully this man that's with me will play a very big part of that. Uh, we're still going to be doing rewind. We're still going to be doing retro stuff, but I didn't want to get pigeonholed into just doing retro wrestling because I'll tell you guys, uh, it's, my hatred for the current product has also kind of spilled over into how I feel about wrestling in general. And I, I, I can't even I can't even hardly think about about wrestling half the time uh, because Vince McMahon has just fucked up the entire business. But uh, in any event, we'll be doing some uh, '80s and '90s TV. Uh, commercials, movies, music, politics, whatever you name it, it's going to be everything retro. You know, from time to time, we will get back to wrestling. I'm not going to discount it completely, but I've always been one to say that if you don't like what you're doing, do something else, and that's what I'm doing right now. So, without further ado, that being said, I have one of my very, very long time close, dear personal friends. Uh, the co-founder of HMG, host of many, many different shows, including the next level with Yola Ben It is the one and only Big Ray Hernandez. Ray Ray, thanks for being here, buddy.
2: Oh, it's my it's my absolute pleasure. Radical Rob, Rad Rob. The turtles are fucking awesome, dude. It's good. This is the second time we've done a show together and i'm really excited about this. Thank you so much for everything that you've done for Hami Media Group. Um thank you so much for everything you're doing today and tomorrow. I just want to thank you in advance. But it's it's an absolute pleasure to be here guys. Um i love talking retro shit. I think my guys like myself and Rob grew up in the golden era of everything from music to television to movies um i'm talking about like from the late 70s moving into well i'm probably older than rob but you know i I grew up in so i was born in 76 me too you know no so you too what month march march 15th
1: son of a bitch you got me by a
2: couple months sorry i do well that means you're younger You, you i'll die first we'll see yeah we'll see well, that's right. Anyway, but um, but yeah, man, I I think look coming up, you know, in the late seventies, early eighties, nineties, even into the early two thousands, some of the really best um television, movies, music, so on and so forth. So to sit here and talk about something that I absolutely love, Rob, I don't even know if you know, I am a fucking TV buff, a huge TV fan, love television, love music. So this is going to be a lot of fun, dude.
1: Yeah, I'd like to do. Uh, you know you mentioned maybe doing more of these in the future uh you know if our schedules allow uh, i would like you to try to be like a, a, a semi co-host you know permanent co-host on this but yeah. um yeah uh i i you know you were the first one i thought about when i want to move in, into this direction
2: um i have another friend i have a good friend um uh, they call him the professor chau Belo vera cruz and actually my other friend tommy wonder um those guys love not only talking about retro wrestling because they have a great podcast called the uh, pro wrestling reflection pro wrestling yes. Reflection. very good but time. um but uh they also love retro stuff so if you guys are listening out there boys i uh, i probably put you on the spot but i'll probably <laughs> get you guys in touch with rad rob and uh you know we'll move forward from there but dude this is going to be fun i love what we're going to talk about today
1: yeah, today uh, was kind of sparked by a recent uh, show I watched on a I, I love watching the, the wrestling biography shows that they put out lately. Well, except for the Macho Man one, but that goes without saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they uh, they did an MTV biography, and that's what we're going to talk about today, uh, is the impact that MTV had uh, on all of our lives, uh, on the music industry, uh, you know, on sponsors. And, uh, you know, it, to, to think that they were going to have a 24 hour music channel. It was unheard of. Uh, they had different shows overseas, like uh, what top of the pops, I think it was called sure. uh, where they would show, you know, music videos and stuff like that. But that was the, the shows were few and far between. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there wasn't a lot of production value really put into all that. Sure. Uh, eventually MTV changed the landscape about not only how we, we listen to music, but really how, how visually, they were able to market uh, all their all these acts and all these uh, performers. So that's what we're going to focus on tonight. Um, so I'd, I'd like to first start off, Ray, uh, with asking you, what were your first memories uh, of watching MTV? It's
2: funny that you mentioned that. So I have a little something queued up here. Because I remember as a kid, you know, um, <clears throat> we couldn't afford cable. But I knew that on regular television, they had these cool commercials. So I wanted to play for you... Um, it's like a little collage. It's like a minute long. It's it's a commercial I saw, and I was like, "What in the hell is this?" So I'm gonna play this little commercial real quick, and uh, you know we'll be right back. But for people watching us, we're right here, so you can stare at our faces. <laughs> here we go. It's one small step for man,
0: one for man. America! Demand your MTV. I, MTV! I want my MTV! I want my MTV! I want my MTV! Call your cable company and say, I want my MTV!
2: Now we continue with...
0: Turn it on! Leave it on! America! See the music you want to see! I want my MTV! All right! I want my I MTV! Want- I was just
2: feed out of there, dude. So, I was like, "MTV, okay. what?" Th- now, now, Rob, I got to tell you something. So, you know, my father was a pastor, and my mom uh, was, you know, also very. Um, I hate using the word religious. She was a, she she was Christian. Yeah. And um, you know, music was something that was a very touchy subject, especially you know in the '80s. In my house, '70s and '80s, my brothers had to sneak off to the discoteques back in <laughs> the day. You know, with their disco dancing and stuff like that you know doing the whole john travolta gimmick
1: just the fact that you know the word discotheque and what it is
2: i mean that shows you how how old we are right we are old yeah that is a fact but um (laughs) but dude like like just listening back to that right now like what runs through your mind
1: i mean it just made me feel like i was a kid again like it just made me feel warm and happy like man i remember like watching that and like it was so groundbreaking i was like wow Like, I've never seen this stuff before. Like, I get to actually, you know, back when you're, you know, our age, back then, you know, 12, 13 years old, whatever, when it came out, we probably didn't go to many concerts. I'm probably sure sure you didn't go to any. Um, So, like, we've never even seen the people that we had been listening to. Uh, So, actually, to see Motley Crue and how crazy they were with their huge hair and, like uh you know like looks that kill with like just the production of that with all these chicks running around in, like barbarian <laughs> uniforms you know, outfits and all that and you know fire and you know pentagrams and and <laughs> shit like that it's like what is this and how do i see more of it and it's just dude it, it uh, i miss those days well, one because you know we didn't have any responsibilities we didn't have to pay bills we didn't have to, we we're just kids we could do whatever we wanted um but i just <sighs> I, I miss it because if you watch it now, and we'll, we'll cover this at the end, but MTV now is clearly 100% different than when it was uh, when no.
2: we when we grew up. You know, you're talking about girls running around. I never forget the first time I saw the Billy Idol uh video music video rock the cradle of love remember that rock mm-hmm. the cradle of love and i, I don't want to play it because i don't want to get no strikes but, <laughs> but dude i gotta tell you man like i was like wow look at this like like so mtv introduced me to not only so all right so let me just put this out really quickly i was born in the hood lower east side manhattan you know predominantly hispanic uh community hispanic african-american so you know i grew up listening to a lot of rap music yeah so you know, my first taste of music was actually that. Um, I mean, rock music was really that collaboration between Run DMC and Aerosmith. You know, and then around that time, then I sh- then you know we finally got cable, and I was like, oh shit! You know, I want to see this. You know, I want to see this music video. And and how cool was that, Rob? That you had to actually kept keep watching TV. You had to keep watching hours after hours. And for me, I had to sneak to watch it in my room. Right. But um, just waiting for that video to finally come on, dude.
1: Yeah, because you never knew when it was going to come on. I mean, videos would just play around the clock. And, you know, at at one point in the early days, they said they only had a rotation of like 120 or 150 150 videos. So uh, they would loop a lot. And then they got some really, really horrible ones, too, just to fill time. But, you know, they would pretty much put anything on there. But, yeah, you know, if you saw one, like what I would do, Ray, was just put a tape in VCR. Uh, cool. and record it you know as long as i could uh, uh just how, hoping... how many people
2: how many people right now you know that are that are under 25 know what the fuck a vcr is or yeah. to record anything dude yeah. yeah you know
1: it's kind of the uh the ancient version of a dvr you just you had to, had to use a, a plastic <laughs> tape you put it in the machine and it recorded it and uh you can record over it and rewind it and fast forward but yeah it's, it's literally the 80s version of a dvr uh Good but times though that being said, I have totes and totes and totes in my garage of fucking tapes that sort I've carried around for 30 years. But yeah, I would tape MTV hoping that some of my favorite videos would come on. Or uh, what I love best, right around probably 88, 89, uh, was a top 20 countdown. Where hmm. you knew, you know, the top twenty songs, you know, in America were, were gonna be played. But I will ask you this. Talk to me. Were were you a fan of rock music at all? Like other than the Walk This Way by DMC and then Aerosmith. Did you listen to any kind of rock music at all?
2: So, here's the funny thing. So, uh, again, from an elementary school growing up, you know, my brothers really listened to a lot of disco music, you know. So, but I grew up mm-hmm. around my dad, and my father loved listening to, uh, you know, besides Christian music, he loved doo music. He grew up, mm-hmm. you know, listening to doo music. So, I knew a lot about doo music, I knew a lot about jazz. Um, what else? Uh, you know, of course, Latin music and stuff. Mostly was Christian Latin music, but it was still salsa, merengue. Um, so yeah, I, I you know, music was a big part of my life growing up. Anyway, mm-hmm. now you asked me about rock music. So, as a Christian growing up, you know, uh, rock music was like that's the music of the devil. Ah, exactly. You know, yeah. And um, you know, looking back at it, you know, I think everything. I think there were some some things that uh could constitute as being uh <laughs> devil music i guess you would call it but yeah something something's not man you know um
1: well, like I, motley Crue, it was all a gimmick yeah, you know what i mean all, like they had pentagrams yeah. and all that shit but it's like that's 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 it, it was almost like wrestling i mean that was that was their gimmick back then yeah, you know
2: like i'm sure kane doesn't worship the devil i, I don't I, think so well, maybe 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 not who knows but um <laughs> oh we can't talk wrestling sorry but, yeah but, um, my bad but do I, did I love rock music? Um, so, again, my first um, taste of rock was, again, that collaboration between Run DMC and Aerosmith. And that's actually what took me down the rabbit hole. And then going into um, mm-hmm. junior high school, junior high school, then I started listening to gun, a little bit of Guns N' Roses because I was that dude that I was more of a hip hop guy. I dressed mm-hmm. hip hop, rap and everything. Yeah. But, you know, I used to hang out with everybody. So I was. How can I put this? I hated bullies <clears throat> as a kid. I was always a fighter yeah so um i liked everybody and i was cool with everybody you know i was i used to play in sports teams and everything like that so i was cool with everybody i never picked on anybody i hated bullies and um you know my 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 junior high school was very segregated you had the people that like rap the people that like this and that and yeah the, the, the head yeah the headbangers or whatever we used to call them you know with the long hair yep. But i used to hang out with everybody and um i i fell in love with music like um like extreme Guns N' Roses. Um, yep. I even I remember going into to high school. I listened to um, some real heavy shit called uh, these guys called Sepultura. Yeah, um, right. yeah, I'm sure you know them. Meg, yep. um, Megadeth, Metallica. Megadeth. Yeah, dude, dude, dude good yeah, shit. That, that's to, that's see TV, to see them on TV. To see them on TV, how cool is that, dude?
1: Yeah, like when Metallica's one video came out and it was like fucking ten minutes long, right? And they had like the the movie Johnny got his gun uh, mixed in with that, and how it, oh, like how dark that Jay- video
2: was. How about Janie's got a gun? It's one of my favorite Aerosmith videos of all time. <laughs> dude, dude, I love Aerosmith too. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, no, yeah that that's that's my wheelhouse. Like it started out with glam rock, uh, but then as I got older, I merged into Metallica, Megadeth, you know, Pantera. Stuff right. like that, like, oh man, and then later on it was like disturbed drowning pool, and all that, but yeah, being able to see all this wild and crazy shit you know on your t v at least for me, at least I wasn't held back like like you were unfortunately, no, uh you know, and gay, hey, look, good for your parents for you know trying to keep that shit away from you as a kid because um you know it, it's not what a thirteen fourteen kid should be watching on t v especially when it got to the late eighties and early nineties when. Every music video had tits in it, pretty
2: oh, much. So oh, I miss those days. <laughs> I, I'm I too serious. Too. I, I, I fucking miss those. But <laughs> can I tell you something, Rob? And I know we're yeah. going to be a little bit all over the place here, but I got to play you the intro to a show on MTV that literally turned my world upside down. So now, you know, if you watch, they have this amazing documentary that you and I both watch on A and E, um, and you know, they spoke about how you know everything was rock and roll, rock and roll, rock and roll, but there wasn't anything for rap music. Correct. except now check this out um so where are you originally from again rob Uh, i am from connecticut okay so i don't know if you guys had this channel but there was a um i forgot what channel it was god damn it doesn't matter but um they used to play this show called video music box and video music box was a very low budget hip-hop show where they had all the hottest rappers but it was a kind of a local show and not every you know state got this show but When this show came on and I'm going to play the intro to this shit, dude, this took my life and twisted it upside down. Hopefully there's (laughs) no commercial on this gimmick. Here we go. yo mtv raps with ed lover and dr dre and before that was Fat five freddy D- did you remember watching this at absolutely
1: all? man yeah no absolutely um i wasn't much into hip-hop but uh mm-hmm. it was my first taste of it you know as a, as a white kid growing up in the suburbs i didn't know anything about rap uh you know i, I had heard of nwa and you know Fresh Prince and you know DJ Jazzy Jeff and 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 all that but I had never actually listened to any of the music or seen any of the uh of the performers of the wow. artists. So yeah, that was my first taste uh, of that world and I was like, "Oh, shit,
2: so what is this?" So let me ask you a question. Yeah. I know you're hosting this, but you know, I'm kind of a host myself, so sometimes I go into host mode, so I, love, to you ask you this. I love you I love to ask you this question. I love you too. But I love to ask you this question. <laughs> um so, you know, again i'm born and raised in the hood but it was cool to see like what i was raised in documented and i was also able to see not only you know people from new york but i was also to see people like you know from the west coast easy e mm-hmm. and W yeah. and stuff like that and i was like wow what the hell you know california is tough too you know yeah. chicago's tough you know the, the mid philly Chicago. every yeah yeah everywhere, everywhere else you know yep. they're, they're, they're tough places to live everywhere so now <clears throat> you watching this you know like what was your perception when you first heard, like watched Yo MTV raps and seeing these, these people documenting their lives basically in music?
1: I mean, I thought it was cool because like I said, I had never seen anything like that before. And, you know, it was, you know, kind of outside my bubble, you know, of where I was. So it was completely different. Like, you know, it's a culture shock to me. Uh, It was stuff that was completely unaware of. And it really intrigued me to see what was going on outside. Like I said, of my bubble, um, and I was I was hooked, dude. I I wa- it, I remember at first it was on at like what two o'clock in the morning. I think, as the producers of MTV and the directors and the higher ups said, that's never gonna like no one's ever gonna watch this. And then it became like the highest rated show on the network. So eventually, I think they put it you know in prime time, and they wanted it every single day. Uh, and mm-hmm. I I watched it whenever I was I was able to. I, I really enjoyed that show just to get a taste of what life was like, you
2: know. Mm-hmm. yeah and 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 again you know i was able to like like the fresh prince you know back in the day was was so cool to me and i thought you know i was under the perception oh the the dude came from, from you know he's from new york no he's from west philadelphia born yep. and raised you know again it opened mtv again music is is so powerful even if you if you think about it on a religious aspect you know um the story of the of of god and the devil you know the devil was the leader of yep. of. let's just say the leader of the musicians you know what i'm saying he was the most beautiful angel he was the man you yep. know uh, uh in most cultures music is a very very powerful thing yes um a lot of uh worship and stuff like that so on and so forth you know it's, it's music you know it's it's lifting up spirits bringing down spirits holding back spirits bringing in spirits so um you know being able to Watch this stuff. See, th- there's a difference, and, and it's funny because let's look at like like life now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, isn't there a difference? Now we went through a pandemic, or we're still going through a pandemic, I guess. But <laughs> here's the thing: there are a lot of people that haven't seen their loved ones. You see them, you know, you see them on on video chat and stuff like that. But seeing them, you know, it's it's different. We were able to see. You know these these amazing musicians, these cool rap videos, and, and the cool thing is that when we were watching the documentary, it went from like really cheesy, low budget stuff <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: to like you know Michael Jackson Thriller, dude. Like, do do you remember where you were when you saw that the first time? I don't remember exactly where I was,
1: but I do remember I was about God, what year was that? Like eighty four, maybe oh, eighty five. I think I was like seven or eight years old when I came out. And my parents would torture me and make me watch that. It scared the living shit out of me. Even watching the documentary beforehand, the making of, like, it it, it, it didn't do anything to, to affect me. Like I was still petrified of really? watching a video. Even to this day, Ray. Really? I'm still I'm still scarred. I love uh, that video, dude. I, I, I love I, I love it, but there's still a little piece of me uh, that is psychologically damaged uh, from watching that as a young kid. Uh, I would just hide my my head in the couch. Like my parents are horrible. You should <laughs> never make a kid watch that fucking video. So your parents were uh, cool
2: uh, with with um with with MTV then?
1: They were. No, they were. They they didn't have any any restrictions on on stuff like that. So they they let me watch you know pretty much whatever I wanted. Did, did they like um, to watch Madonna. Yeah, yeah. And they um, half the time they didn't even pay attention to what I was doing. They, mm. <laughs> they just kind of let me go and and do my own thing. Uh, and I was an only child too, so. Uh, I had free reign, pretty much, to do whatever I wanted. I'm I'm not gonna say I was spoiled. Well, yeah, I was spoiled, but a little still. bit. That's fine. But dude, that video mm-hmm. scared a bejesus out of me, for real. Really? Yeah.
2: It scared me too. I mean, when he turned into the werewolf at the end,
1: oh, Jesus Christ! And then Vincent Price comes out at the end with that, that fucked up face or whatever. Like, yeah. I...
2: Apparently, Vincent Price was was uh, like legit, like some type of. Uh... I don't know man. He's in like
1: horror macabre and all that shit too. So like, he's Like a warlock or some shit in real life. Yeah, I don't know. Really? I don't, I don't that, that wouldn't surprise me. I wasn't there, so I don't, know. I don't <laughs> right. know personally. But I mean, that was like dude, Michael Jackson's the man. Like nobody put on a show like he did. Nobody put in the production in his videos like he did. Even Billy Jean, which it it's funny. MTV wanted to beat it because it had Eddie Van Halen in it, so that was their connection. that had a little bit of rock in it, so they could be, you know, so they could show Michael Jackson uh, on MTV. Uh, I, and I, they said on the documentary when CBS sent the video over for them to play, <laughs> it was Billy Jean, and like, what the fuck? It was bait and switch. They totally fucked us over. Uh, but they played it, and people absolutely loved it. Watching the moonwalk for the first time, dude, get the fuck out of here. That was the coolest shit ever, dude. I can't either. I tried. I practiced. Yeah, goofy white kid with no fucking rhythm. Uh, no rhythm. You know, I
2: still can't do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it, man.
1: it's 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 pretty amazing. But yeah, you know, Michael Jackson opened up a whole new door just for everybody. Like he set the bar, dude, and I don't think anybody else was able to even attain the level of of success that he had.
2: Well, here's the thing. So, so during the documentary, if, if, you know, again, we're focusing on MTV, but, but the documentary, you guys should definitely go check it out, Annie, not that they're paying us because they are definitely not, but it was really well done, yeah. but I like how they, um, you know, Rick James, if it was Rick James, you know, causing a stink, you know, about them not playing, you know, more quote unquote black artists, you know, yeah. on MTV, but here's the deal. So I got what Rick James was saying, but at the same time, dude, we're talking about the 80s, dude. Like the shit Rick James was talking about was insane. His videos were crazy, dude. Like yes. I I get why they didn't put them on. I mean, uh, were you on Rick James' side or not? Like could you understand why MTV didn't put this stuff up?
1: I understand where he was coming from on a social level. Right. There should have been more black artists, you know, putting out videos, but uh, on the other hand, they weren't making videos. No, and, you know, but Rick James made one. Was it Super Freak? I don't know what what song it was. It might have been Super Freak. Dude. Um, and they're just tits and ass all over. It. Oh, like, and it was like extremely, oh, awesome. extremely sexualized. Oh, yeah. It's a great fucking video. But yeah, there are, you know, look, MTV were a bunch of rebels and they didn't want to play by the rules. They wanted to be, you know, kind of the underground guys. But rock and roll, rock and roll. But they still have standards and practices that they have to answer to, and that was not allowed on TV, even on cable. Now it is like now you don't even think twice about it. Well, but a back people,
2: then, yeah. a lot I'm sorry to bother, but uh, interrupt you. But the, a lot of people don't know, and again, if they didn't watch the documentary, you know, it started off. MTV was basically like local. If I'm correct, a New York station only. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is where the whole "I want my MTV national." commercials the national commercials for i want my mtv came out and people literally were calling so back in the day people didn't send emails you know what i'm saying <laughs> they actually called and sent letters to their cable company saying we want our mtv we want to be able to watch this stuff and that's how they actually blew up dude it's crazy it's insane. It is crazy
1: and that was a genius marketing campaign
2: it was it really was,
1: and, and to get all the all the stars to do it, like Mick Jagger and yeah. and Pete Townsend from the Who, and you know, Madonna, and like yeah. everybody got to do that. But yeah, it was it was a pretty big deal, and it was genius, and it worked.
2: Well, they 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 took um the gentleman who actually made that up took an old commercial because my father actually remember there was a a brand called Mapo, M mm-hmm. A Y P O, and it was like a like a hot cereal type gimmick, yeah. and basically the commercial you had guys like um oh my god who's the yankee great and i'm a yankee fan um jesus christ anyway they had famous celebrities let's just put yeah. it that way i'm going to i'm going to kick myself in the ass that i can't remember which yankee was it but um mickey mantle and you have mickey mantle eating the hot bowl i want my mapo and they took that i want my mapo that was very you know like groundbreaking i guess at the time and people were like oh you know i want my mapo i want my mtv boom and it just yeah. blew up dude it's so funny how something so small an idea is so simple you know people overthink things and really great things come out of really really simple ideas
1: no that that's 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 the truth and you know once the buzz got out and, and the word got around people wanted to know like what is this all about what am i missing Uh, and at one point, dude, they were just printing money at MTV. Like they were superstars. They even talked about the office. We lived the eighties lifestyle. It was sex drugs, and rock and roll. They probably had fucking orgies around the office. I mean, who knows? Um, but yeah, like one of the heads, I, I can't remember his name, but I mean, he was literally friends with everybody. Uh, he hung out with all the bands. He went to all the concerts he was even, on, like, introduced on the Letterman show. I mean, the, that dude, he's like, he's like, I live like a rock star. He did. And I don't even know how he's still alive with all the fucking
2: he looked good drugs too.
1: that he did. He did. He really did look good. He looked freaking great,
2: the dude. Yeah. Man, I forgot his name, but it doesn't matter. People can Google it. We didn't have Google back in the day. Back in the day, you bastards out there under the age of 25, we used to have to look shit up. We used to have to walk to a library and find, <laughs> yeah. find shit. So.
1: Yeah, remember microfiche, dude? Does that shit even
2: exist anymore? Do you remember encyclopedias? Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, that was the Google.
1: Yeah, pretty RG. much. That was that was the Google. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. And it, dude, we go down that entire rabbit hole, and we we probably will at some point on this series about sure. you know telephones, house phones, and rotary dials, and all that shit. So yeah, pay phones, and but yeah, that's 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 for a whole another day. Um, so uh, we do have questions.
2: Oh, okay, uh, cool. What's from up?
1: Facebook. Yeah, let's do uh, that, I, man. I posted this around Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> Uh, so I'll just I'll just start with the first one here from Michael Roche. Uh Headbangers Ball, or Yo MTV Raps. Which one do you miss more? And I, I'm pretty sure I know where you speak, but we didn't we didn't touch on Headbangers Ball, and that was a really yeah. good question, Michael. Thank you. Um, me being a, a, a metalhead, you know, I grew my hair out long. You know, when I was 13 to 14, uh, when I first saw Ricky Rackman come on, it was like 11 or 12 o'clock on a Friday or Saturday night. It was
2: actually midnight. Uh,
1: It was midnight. Okay. It was midnight. Yep. And he's playing shit that I never seen before. Like Metallica, Megadeth, you know, probably Sepultura was on there. Um, King diamond, fucking Slayer, shit like that. Like the heavy, heavy, like kind of speed metal stuff. Um, Ozzy Osbourne was in there too. Yes. I was like, holy shit. I stayed up and watched it. Like, you know, uh, until it was over it was it was a fantastic show that that was right in my wheelhouse that was my jam so i'm sure on your end obviously it was uh you know Yo TV raps.
2: well i mean it's so yeah it, it was you on raps but again as, as i you know got a little older i got into middle school i guess you know we can call it middle school now back then it was junior high school for me but yeah um when i got into middle school man um i did start watching a little bit of headbangers ball you know and it wasn't see so i went to head when i when i, I remember the first time i watched Headbangers Ball. Yeah. Um it was supposed to be like I thought it was gonna gonna be like Aerosmith, or I thought it was gonna be like, you know, like that type of rock music. But mm-hmm. no, it wasn't in fact. It was like shit that I've never seen before. And it wasn't like um commercial Metallica. Right. You know, it wasn't yeah, interesting. Right, right, right. right. So I was like, holy shit. So that also opened up to that opened me up to a different genre of music or a style of, of of metal. So which one do I like more? Obviously, you know, I well, not obviously, but I lean more towards UMTV raps because for me, yeah. you know, I grew up again in the hood and, and and I wanted to see these performers. I couldn't afford to go to rap concerts. So I had right. rap concerts every afternoon. I think it was four o'clock every day on MTV with yeah. um, you know, with Fat Five Freddy, um, Dr. Dre a Lover. I had mentioned it before. So um Yo M T V raps, man. That was my shit.
1: Yeah, for sure. Before we get to the next questions, uh, I wanted to bring my wife in earlier. She was tied up, but she's here now. Uh, She has her own unique point of view, which is similar to yours, actually. Okay. uh, About uh, MTV growing up as a kid. If you want to just step over here, I'll
2: just so uh, for the people that are that are actually watching. Hi. Hi. Okay. So so for the people that are not watching, we have we have Rad Rob. He's actually kind of fixing things up here ladies and gentlemen uh <laughs> s- setting things up uh... i don't think
1: she wants to be on camera but no, uh, it's, it's okay
2: it's fine yeah. it's fine
1: so um, this might uh, you can't see her but you want to say no,
2: hi i can't see her like hi. john johnson uh, hi, right, hi. how are you a
3: little puppy with us too
2: your puppy, is we awesome. a puppy.
1: yeah we have a new puppy
2: your, does your puppy like rap music or does, does, does the puppy like a uh, metal
1: uh we haven't well, she hasn't really decided yet have you Oh my God, no, she's kissing
2: no, her in she's the face! Unsure. Oh, I wish people could uh, see this. If you're listening on podcast, you're missing this adorable freaking. Oh my God, it's
1: yawning.
0: <laughs> yeah, God, uh, uh,
1: this uh, is my wife, Dina. She grew I mean, up in the South. Uh, she grew up in Middle Tennessee. She oh, was yeah. born in '81, so she's still in our in our age range. Uh, she grew up in a fundamentalist Baptist household. Same thing. Uh, so she's gonna tell her story of uh, of watching MTV. Yeah, go for it, Dina. <laughs>
3: I don't even know what you really want me to say here. <laughs> well, I mean,
1: did your, did your parents let you watch it? Obviously not.
3: No. We, my MTV was password blocked on our television growing up. Wow. Um, we, we got a little bit of VH1 every once in a while, but MTV was just like completely off limits. So, yeah, I mean, it was not a thing in my house. And, I mean, I guess you would always hear everybody else talking about it. So, you knew a little bit about it. but So,
1: Ray, Ray grew up in a Pentecostal. Uh, household his dad was a pastor and uh, he had to kind of sneak off and listen to it did you have any way like going to your friend's house or or any way of actually seeing it
3: yeah obviously i mean friends parents weren't quite as strict as mine so i got to see it there but um yeah i mean i i caught my videos on friday night countdown so that was really my (laughs) that was on mainstream tv hey Uh,
1: what what was Uh, hold on Graham. sorry good good what was your favorite music to listen to back then
3: i mean obviously i was a new kids fan so
1: oh
2: jesus we're done
3: <laughs> new kids on the block
2: <laughs> we're done probably i, I wanted to ask them um, can dina she can hear me right yeah all right so cool so dina so again you know i was born again and and, and pentecostal and 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 southern baptists are actually believe it or not very very similar um uh, we have similar beliefs so
3: yeah i grew up with a bunch of pentecostals too so i'm i'm familiar
2: so you know the deal right all right so now now it's you and me here it's just us talking right here okay (laughs) so as brothers and sisters in christ um when was it okay like was there ever a point because my parents like kind of you know realized like all right you know he's not gonna get demon possessed you know by watching this like was there ever a point what happened when that point happened like does that make sense like what was the point where your parents said okay it's all right fine you can watch mtv
3: Hmm. I don't think my parents ever were okay with watching MTV. They, they still are like against stuff like that. Um, like I say, VH1 is the thing that like kind of snuck into our house that my parents weren't totally against. I guess it was just like a little bit uh, tamer. It's mostly the, the sex and, and cursing and stuff that they're not fans of. So it's not exactly the music. It's just, you know, it just depends. Um, yeah. So my mom would let us listen to the radio and stuff like that. She was a big Beatles fan. We listened to lots of like oldies music. Um okay. but yeah, we, we were just the the more uh, up-to-date contemporary music we weren't I'm, really
2: I'm just curious. Did you listen to uh people like Carmen? Do you remember that that name?
3: <laughs> I do. Yes, I do remember Carmen. I remember um Carmen's I was name. never a huge fan of Carmen. I don't Me know. Neither. That he was sucked. That was even um <laughs> that was even frowned upon uh you know i I grew up in a christian school as well and so we couldn't go to concerts and i I had a bunch of friends that got in trouble for going to a carmen concert so really (laughs) all right
2: so so who is this absolutely gorgeous young lady that you have sitting on your lap there
1: this is my daughter addison She's beautiful. She has a green shirt on my green screen? So she's she's so
2: she's so pretty. She looks like she should be in a Disney cartoon. Like she, She,
1: everybody says it. Like she should be like you know in in commercials and stuff like that. But yes, thank you very much. God bless. Do you want to say hi? No.
2: No. Okay. No, no, I wouldn't want to say hi to me either. She's she's shy, but yeah, thank you. one last question for Dina. If if she don't run away, Dina, 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 do not run away, please. (laughs) Stay right there. Okay, cool. All right, so Dina, again. All right, so music television, MTV, right? So me and Rob were talking about the very first time we actually watched it. And I know you're a New Kids on the Block fan, but my question to you is, was it ever, like, like what was your introduction into rap music? Mm. Like, I'd love to hear this from you.
3: Okay, so rap music was more like the, I like big butts kind of, (laughs) you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that kind, <of laughs> those kind of songs um, I'm trying to, that question just reminded me like I'm thinking of like when I was in high school and kind of the NSYNC, um days Britney Spears some of that like total request live was on mm. and I did I did catch some of those in the afternoon I don't know if I had figured out the password or whatever I think it was four three two one or whatever it was one two three four backwards seven
2: seven seven probably
3: yeah Yeah, so anyways, I had figured out the password long ago by this point. But um, anyways, yeah, those things my mom wasn't as strict on it, and my sister, for some reason, got away with a lot more than I got away with, so um, but yeah, rap music, I'm trying to think, I mean, I always liked, like, the MC Hammer, and I don't even know mm-hmm. if that's really considered, rap, it is music, absolutely but, considered um, rap music, but yeah, that was one thing that my mom, like, let me, she got me the MC Hammer album, I remember asking for the um, Vanilla Ice 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 Baby album, and
2: uh, that <laughs> my, was rap, that yeah. was rap, yes,
3: <laughs> and um, I, I had to ask my cool aunt, who was supposed to get it for me and she thought it had been out for so long that she got me the second vanilla ice album oh no, and that was <laughs> <that. laughs> yeah. and that one was like the go turtles go turtles go um anyways yeah so um i i was broken hearted that christmas when i opened it because i had waited a whole year oh, to get this album and she just thought it was out for so long that there was no way but there was no way my parents were buying it for me so anyways that's my story (laughs) i oh i loved eminem but that was like high school and college
2: eminem let me tell you something Dina and rob the first time i heard eminem i'll tell you guys both a quick story if you have a second because that that dog is too gorgeous i know you have to give it attention but (laughs) what's what's the dog's name again
3: Lily, Lily Bell. Of course
2: it is beautiful. I'm serious, guys out there. If you're listening on 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 podcast, you need to go and check the video out at Hami. Uh, what are we doing, Hami Media Group? Right on on YouTube. Check it out. This is the most adorable dog and the most adorable child. We saw two of the most adorable children. Anyway, so I went to a record store. Back then, we had a place uh, called Coconuts on Broadway in Manhattan, and I saw this this crazy. I can't even describe like what the, what the what the art was on the uh, on the uh, the label of the CD, and I picked it up and I took it home. I said, "What is this? This is different." And the first time I heard "Hi, My Name Is Slim Shady," <laughs> like, wow, did that blow you away, guys?
3: Yes, yeah, it was pretty awesome.
2: And then I realized that he was one of his. For after listening through his first album, I was like, "This dude is one of the hottest lyricists I've ever heard in my damn life." <laughs>
3: Yeah, he was really awesome. Yeah. I, I have much respect for him. Um, I was thinking back also to things around that time period that like I listened to that my parents would be completely against, and Sublime was like my big go to. Awesome. I <laughs> I love Sublime. I had their C D in my car and I, I would have never played it for my parents, but um, yeah, they were pretty awesome. And now I listen back to I'm like, what was I thinking? Those lyrics are awful. <laughs> oh, they were
2: cool, man. I have one last question before you run away. Let's be real. Rob has dreamy eyes. How do you not look in those things and just like <laughs> fall in love every day? Seriously.
3: That's true. That's, that's has, I think that's what I, why I fell in love with them.
2: Dreamy even freaking though, eyes.
3: Even though we fell in love over AOL chat in the Atlanta Braves chat room.
2: <laughs> no way. True story. Yeah. True story. Me and Jennifer <laughs> actually met online mm-hmm. and we're getting married in June.
3: Oh, congratulations. Oh, thank
2: you. Well, thank you. Well, uh, Dina, I don't know if you're going to run away and take care of your beautiful daughter and probably the most beautiful daughter I've ever seen and the most beautiful dog I've ever seen. But, you know, I appreciate you coming on. This is cool.
3: Yeah, anytime, guys. Right, I cool. always have opinions.
2: Yes, <laughs> and we like to hear them. She has plenty of opinions, trust me. Ooh, she's thank awesome. you, sweetheart. Hey guys, thanks for
3: having me.
2: Well, thank you. Holy crap, Rob. Nice He's little awesome. run in there. Yeah. That was, a, that was a great run in. Dude, seriously? that That dog... Is freaking like unbelievably adorable. Like, I, oh, thank I, you. I, I, because me and Jen want a dog.
1: Well, get a Maltese because that's what she is.
2: Really? Are, are they hypoallergenic?
1: Yes, they are. They are very hyper, hypoallergenic.
2: You know what? Then, then maybe this was meant to be.
1: Everything's meant to be, brother. You know that. You know that. Absolutely. That's why we're here. That's why well, we're here.
2: Before your wife came
1: in, what were we <laughs> talking about? Um, I have no fucking idea.
2: You know, so, um, <laughs> can, can I throw something out there? Of course. All right. So cool. So, so I remember this. So now MTV went to another level. I don't know what this soundbite is here. Hopefully, this plays well here. But um, I remember the first time I actually saw this. Let's see if it plays. Jesus Christ, let it play. Here we go. <laughs> This is the MTV Movie Awards. Yeah. I'm going to fade that out there. Billy Idol. Dude, holy crap. The MTV Movie. So now MTV is like taking it to a whole different level because, in my opinion, the Grammy Awards, they weren't recognizing rap music. They weren't recognizing the stuff that people really, really cared about, Yep. you know, um, but what was your first, like memory of the MTV movie awards?
1: Um, I, it was like the Oscars were so stuffy, right? I mean, it's so overproduced, you know, everyone's on their best behavior. Everyone's in their formal gowns and all that. And then boom, uh, you had the MTV music video awards and you had the MTV movie awards. It was completely different, but they had mainstream crossover, like, they had legit acts, you know, when actors and athletes oh, yeah. come on the show. Like, it was the hottest thing going. Everybody wanted to be a part of MTV. And they... Dude, they were legit, man. They they literally changed uh, the entire landscape of, you know, like, award shows uh, and music. Absolutely. You know, really. they told uh, record companies, like, we're not paying you to have your videos on our network. You should be paying us for us featuring your, ad- your artists and your acts because we're going to make you so much money. You guys aren't going to know what to do with it. And <laughs> they had that much of a, of a stranglehold over what music companies did. Everybody had to put out a video and I know I'm kind of off the topic, but nice. everybody, you know, had to put out a video because that's what you did, you know, to use a term, a wrestling term to get over, yeah. uh, you know, you're in their face. People get to see you. Um, Cause like I said, you know, other than going to their concerts, you would never see these people that you're listening to. Uh, and that opened up a whole new revenue stream uh, that mm-hmm. was absolutely untapped, and they were the only ones doing it. Uh, but going back to your question about the movie awards, dude, it was come on, man! Like it, it was, I I'm a I'm I'm kind of a nerd, and I was oh, always my. you know a nerd growing up. Uh, so like you, I hung out with everybody, uh, mm-hmm. but I, I I did hang out with a lot of you know stoners and and you know wow. metalheads and, and and guys like that. So you know to see something like that on, on TV. That was completely different than anything else. Completely different than the Oscars. I'm like, this is fucking cool. Like this is this speaks to me on on a, 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 a almost a cellular level,
2: to be yeah, quite dude. honest. Because That's a like a way of putting it,
1: yeah. Because I felt this shit in my heart. Like yeah. I, dude, I was all in, man. I was all in. It. It was so revolutionary.
2: They they went from that, and don't forget one of the biggest um, and most controversial moments on MTV. Had two they had two big controversial moments number one and they both were, were involved madonna yeah, of course was um of course was uh like a virgin when yeah. she was on stage basically humping the floor you <laughs> yes. know? Yeah. and then second when um that like a prayer video came out mm-hmm. do you remember that the fallout of that stuff dude back I in do. The day she uh you know was was having her uh
1: uh, a sexualized situation, or a romantic situation, as a white woman with a black man—that was yeah. that was never ever seen before. A black, um,
2: a black saint.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was even
2: worse. Yeah, it was a saint because it was a saint that came to life. Right, right, that's right. that's right,
1: that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: It's a saint, yeah. dude. Like, if you I mean, she was it, cr- like
1: she was crossing all kinds of barriers and and really upsetting a lot of people. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure there's several groups that were against her. Like, I don't know if it's PTA or the fucking. What what what's the um? What was the group led by Tipper Gore? She was completely against censorship in music. Do you remember uh, Uh, Stevie Richards'
2: Right to Censor?
1: (laughs) Yeah, pretty (laughs) close. That was close. (laughs) But uh,
0: she led. She led a group.
1: Yeah, she led a group in the '80s, which pretty Mm much uh, ended up being the ones to put the you know warning parental language, you know parental advisory, you know strong language. On uh, each CD and, and stuff like that and tape. Uh, she was uh, the result of that. But uh, it, it was a group of her and a, and a bunch of other uh, wives of government, you know, politicians that fo- that created this group um, that wanted to censor music. Uh,
2: it's um, uh, PMRC, Parents PMRC. Music Resource Center, if I'm correct. Yep. Yep they were one of the most hated groups in rock and roll <laughs> oh,
0: <course>
1: <laughs> yeah for sure but yeah that's they were the group that put the uh the advisory labels uh mm-hmm. on all the uh, tapes and cds but uh madonna was 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 a big part of um you know opening people's eyes that there's there's some freaky shit out there and you know i'm gonna show it to you
2: you, you know one of the coolest moments in mtv history to me so i'm in high school And, um, you know, this was uh, towards the end um, of Glam Rock. Actually, Glam Rock had pretty much died out and grunge had become a big thing. And they had this TV show. Now I'm now I'm coming. I don't even have notes on this one. I'm just remembering (laughs) now. And there was a show called, if I'm correct, MTV Unplugged. Do you remember that show? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And one of the one of the greatest performances, in my humble opinion, um, was that of Nirvana, you know, and they sang come as you are, everything yep. acoustic, everything unplugged, basically. And it was just so freaking dope, man, seeing all these yep. really cool people now. So so now this is cool. So you go from overly produced music videos. This is what was the cool thing, right? To just yep. a Strip band yep. sitting on stools, playing, you know, acoustic guitars, drums, live, everything live, dude. You know, and it was just like, boom. Wow. Yep.
1: And I know you're. I, I knew that's what you're going to say, dude. We're on. The, I think we share the same brain. I think we're separated at birth. You might. might. You might. Know, e- even though you're Puerto Rican, uh, I mean, I'm. 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 We're kindred spirits, bro. We, we, like,
2: all, we all come from the same soul, man. Well, yeah,
1: that's true. That's a good point. Uh, no, I knew you were going to say Nirvana, and yes, I do remember watching. it. I'm like, damn, this is cool. And I wasn't a big grunge fan. I was kind of actually. It's funny you mentioned that. I was pissed off at grunge because they're the ones that kind of killed glam rock and mm. and pushed them on away because. You know, the early to mid nineties, it was it was it was a culture change. It was a, a shift in society uh, that we were going through, where people yeah. were just rebelling, uh, rebelling against the system, uh, and, and wanted something different. They didn't want, you know, the the gum pop and and, sh- and shit like that that was that was about to come. They pushed all on the way, and and you know, Seattle is a big part of that. You know, they kicked the doors and it said, you know, we're. Uh, we're, we're depressed uh we, we're gonna write about shit that's depressed Damn because man. that's real that's that's real life you know they, they wrote about real life shit it wasn't about sex and drugs and how many chicks you can bang it was real life issues
2: it was a lot like the in the 80s in the 70s and 80s um there was a punk rock revolution going on mm-hmm. that nobody knew about it was underground at that time yep. i'm sure that if, if there was an mtv back then <laughs> you know you would have had you know great punk rock rock groups you know being just as popular if not more popular yeah you know um than uh the nirvana at the time but that was revolutionary dude there were a lot of see mtv was um a very right like people nowadays like like kids coming up don't understand what they have now it all came from what we kind of grew up watching yeah. you know yeah um everything from from you know like if if kids grew up with Nickelodeon the kids choice awards that's the MTV movie awards basically yeah you know what i'm saying um you know all these music awards all these cool you know rap videos and stuff you watch on vivo or on youtube this stuff all happened on um on MTV first but rob i got to tell you talking about revolutionary now um, do you have notes on, on where we're going? Because I don't want to jump jump the gun here. No, no. I'm shooting from the hip, brother. So check this out. So speaking of revolutionary, there was a show that revolutionized television, period. I'm talking about the very first reality, quote unquote, reality-based television show. Rob, I'm going to play the intro to this. See if you remember this, buddy, Okay.
0: This is the true story. True, true story. story. Seven strangers,
3: <laughs> picked to live in a loft,
0: and have their lives taped to find out what
3: happens. What? <laughs> when people stop being polite. Could you get the phone?
1: And start getting start real. Being real. In the real world. Dude, I loved that shit. I was hooked. The first time I saw that, I was like what is this how do i get how do i how do i get more of it um i i watched it religiously it was amazing it was amazing
2: amazing. so what was like like i mean like how so again you know we don't we don't understand you know now we have reality tv and everything is a lot of things are scripted it's like professional wrestling you know things are scripted predetermined and stuff but but this was the rawest of the raw and i've seen um uh you know interviews with the with the original cast and, and i'll say 99 percent of the stuff that happened here was not scripted this was reality tv and if you guys can go back and watch some of the first season this shit was real rob so it was like, real yeah what did you think man of, of, of this situation where they had all these different they had you know people that were yuppies and people that were gay and oh that was another thing you know they opened the eyes you know to the world to to the life of 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 gay americans you know what i'm saying yep. or, or gay anything period yeah. like Boom, all that stuff came out to me. And I was like, wow. And these people are living in, a, in one apartment in New York City? What? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Rob, jump in.
1: I mean, it was it was again, I, I hate to keep using the term, but it was, it was revolutionary. It was groundbreaking. It was something nobody else was doing. I mean, MTV was yeah. always at the forefront of trends, uh, and really had their ear to the ground and and they they knew they, they had the pulse of the people. They they knew what people want to see and i don't know how they came up with the idea um it's explained in the documentary but when i Mm. saw it i'm like okay so this isn't like a sitcom this isn't you know a a drama like none of this is scripted these are real people yeah we literally get to see a a camera enter the line it was almost like it was being a voyeur right it was just watching other people you know uh do their daily life and you're like oh wow they have the same problems i do or
2: are are you a people watcher right like me rob
1: yeah, absolutely. I love to to watch not and a, study people and be a body a mechanics stalker, behavior. Not a
2: stalker. Like no, like
1: no, 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 no. Like I could sit on a park bench and just chill and just like watch people like interact yeah, me with, too. with others. And it's just it's it's fascinating. I've always been in psychology and shit like that. I like to see you know what goes through people's heads. I watch body language and and you know mechanics and stuff like that. So, yeah, to, to be able to watch this on TV, it's like, oh shit, I get to, a little peek. I get to be a fly in the wall, yeah. uh, and see what other Americans are going through. You know, it, it was uh, it was crazy.
2: It was it was insane. And then that that evolved to um, now we're talking about the late nineties, early two thousands, or maybe the two thousands. And I'll play a little bit of this. Do you remember this show right here? Hold on, let me just uh, click the gimmick here
0: you all right after i have sex with the
2: guy
0: i will their head off you
3: like the you're in you're enjoying,
1: you're, you're enjoying that way too much oh, i got
2: my fist pump going on brother Come on, you don't love Jersey? You know you love Jersey. You know you were a snooker fan.
1: I cannot tell you how annoyed I was by watching that show. It was just so obnoxious to me. And even though I was a northeaster, uh I, I wasn't familiar with, you know, people from Jersey, uh, especially
2: on the shore. Oof, but I was. Uh,
1: no, yeah, I bet you were. Oof. Um that was it, that
2: was actually really fucking accurate to a lot of people that I knew.
1: Was it, re- was it really? Yeah, yeah
2: man. Dude, I, I... I thought it
1: was over the top, but if that, if you're saying that...
2: Nah, bro, I used to work in clubs, man. I used to be a bouncer at a couple of clubs, and we used to have people that came from Juice Heads from Jersey and, and <laughs> Snookies and, you know, and uh, what was the other chick's name? I can't remember their names, but, you know, chicks with fake gimmicks, um, fake boobs. I'm sorry, right. I'm talking wrestling. Right. <laughs> fake gimmicks on and uh, just, yeah, dude. Um, The first time I saw... I'll tell you something funny. First time I ever saw somebody with lip injections, like in my face, was a chick yeah. from Jersey, from the Jersey Shore. Yeah. And she was like, this chick like a fucking duck. But
1: anyway, it, Speaking know. of wrestling, that show was so over. It was so popular. Mm-hmm. That Snooky wrestled at, at, at a WrestleMania. Okay. So, I mean, what does, what does that tell
2: you? Listen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: this is why, ladies and gentlemen, we're not talking wrestling. We're talking fucking MTV. Yeah. Jesus Christ, but um, but yeah, neither. You know, but you know, now, so back now. Now, if we look back, now in the last, we've been talking for about an hour now, and we went from you know an all music channel, right? Just all music, dude. Like, tw- like you said, they just had the same 120 fucking videos playing over and over again, seven days yeah. a week, 24 hours a day. And it evolved into, and there was a show, dude. I can't. I don't think I have the intro for this thing. And if and if I can, I will fucking play it here. I'm going to, oh, I I don't, I don't think I have it, but jump into something real quick and I'm going to get this because this was one of my favorite shows on MTV. Stand I don't know if you're,
1: if you're going there, but I was a fan of uh, a game show. They had called oh,
2: remote control. You son of a bitch. That is, is exactly that really, is that what, what you're I'm, going for. I swear to God, you, we're, we're sharing the same brain. I, I got to play the intro to this though, because it was one of my favorite fucking things. Um, let me see. Uh let me see. there are people out there that probably haven't heard this and freaking oh, here we go. You ready? Yeah. Uh-oh, go for stand it. By, stand by. Here we go. Here we go. In three, two, one.
0: Kenny wasn't like the other kids.
1: T V mattered. Nothing else, kid. The
0: the girl said yes, but said
1: said,
0: now we
2: got his own game show. Damn, that felt good listening to man. Ken Ober, uh, Ken was, Ober, was, you remember was was the host? Yeah, it's insane that you and I are fucking. We we are, ladies and gentlemen out there, we are fucking <laughs> one. We are one soul. We are one. That's
1: crazy. Uh, I, Rob. That was the first time we ever saw Colin Quinn, who obviously is yes. you know a famous comic from New York, Saturday Night live. Yeah, he's a legend. Uh in the very, very hot Kari we Oh, yeah. Uh was was the, the the Vanna White, so to speak, of the show. God damn, she was hot. She dude, was hot. When, when she showed her gimmicks in the movie some several years later. Uh I I was I was pretty impressed by that. But dude, this show was so different mm-hmm. than any other game show that you saw on TV um i can't even explain it it was just it was almost it was just a clusterfuck of a show it was um but it was so entertaining and uh it's on youtube if you, if you go you know search remote control mtv on youtube you can see what the show is all about i'll watch you know some clips from that all the time but that's so funny that's that, that's where you're going Yeah, man. um yeah dude i absolutely loved loved that show
2: do, do, do you remember and i hate doing this all the time but do you, do you remember this fucking show? Hopefully there's no commercial playing before this. Hold on. I used to come home. There was a hot chick from Britain. Well then, let's see if she talks here.
1: Hey, welcome once again to another edition of Club MTV Downtown Julie Brown. With the Downtown Julie place Brown. To be. We've got yeah. music coming away from Martika, a little bit of Motley Crew for you,
3: and to perform his latest, what I like about you, Michael Morales and a bunch of guys, and they're just going to party on down on Club MTV. A great bunch of guys coming to you later live, but right now, Noelle, darling.
2: Wabba wobble, gonna- wobble, wobble. Wubble,
1: Yeah, that was her catchphrase. Dude. <sighs> she was so hot.
2: I, I got to tell you a funny story. So... We're in the East Village, and I'm walking with a bunch of my boys. And um, now, so now I'm hanging out with uh, guys that are more like into clubbing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm, <laughs> well, my friend Chris, who is um, a character to say the least. Dude, we saw a fucking downtown Julie Brown sitting in an outdoor diner, having you know breakfast or whatever the fuck it was, lunch at the time. No shit, dude. Yeah, and so I'm like, oh my god, dude, that's downtown <laughs> Julie Brown. And we were right by the Palladium, which was um, right there on uh, by Union Square in New York City. Yeah. So he goes, holy shit. And he sticks his arm right in her face. He goes, you're fucking downtown Julie Brown. Wubba, wubba, wubba. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> wubba, wubba, wubba. I'm, I grabbed this dude. I was like, yo, dude, get, let's get the fuck out of here. What dude. a mark, dude. What a mark. What a fucking mark, dude. But do you remember <laughs> Club MTV looking up the chick skirts when they were dancing? <laughs> fuck Did yeah, dude. Is that yeah, wrong? no, of
1: course not. I mean, you that's sure? what they wanted. That's what they wanted you to do, man. I was they a
2: teenager, w- dude. That
1: was horny. Yeah, if we all were. Yeah, that was too. That was some good shit, man. And that was. I mean, they had to evolve, right? They couldn't just play music videos all the time. Like, I mean, that would kind of get old after a while. They, again, like I said, they stayed ahead of the curve. They were yeah. ahead of everybody. they were doing things that nobody else was doing, and they had to have a variety of, of different programs to catch some of the people that didn't want to watch fucking music all the time, you know,
2: what was the show? Our parents watched where the kids were dancing. Um, American bandstand. um, That was, that was our American bandstand. That was our soul train. That was our solid goal. The TV show. Solid That was ours. The nineties, the the late eighties, no, the eighties into the nineties. That was us, man. Club MTV. That shit was awesome. TRL. Yeah. Remember that back in the day? Yeah. People don't know, don't know this. So there's a young lady that, um, I grew up with her and her sister in church, and um, she's on this uh this talk show. I think it's called The Talk. Her name is uh, Adrian Bailong. She was part of uh, this fucking singing group and stuff, and the Cheetah Girls and all this stuff she did. And um, I remember when I actually went to uh, TRL to see her live there, and that was cool. That was again, that was our American bandstand and yeah. you know, yeah. I, it's just MTV. Man, had such an impact on me growing up man like i don't even know where to go from here dude it's it's just it was just so fucking cool like that's just listening to all these old intros you know just holding up shit dude if there's anything you want to listen to let me know i'll bring it up dude it's just <laughs> so much fun remote control back to remote control um i, I really wanted to talk about that for a minute because yeah. you know as a kid in the 80s you know we had we had our own shit we had double dare mm, you know double we dare had was badass oh, yeah i fucking love double dare dude and yeah. You know, you wanted to, you know, game, like, we'd never seen a game show like this, you know, where people would get, they would sit in these chairs, and then when they lost, they would get fucking ejected or whatever the fuck is sucking. Yeah, they would or, get
1: pulled through the wall or whatever. Or dropped through the down, wall. Dropped, Yeah.
2: Dude, it was yeah, just, They
1: were sitting in, like, like a like a lounge room. like, it was supposed to be set up like it was Ken's basement or whatever. And so right. they were sitting in, like, these lounge or recliners or whatever, uh, like, they were watching TV with a giant remote control in their hand, and then they would get asked, like, these weird, obscure, like, trivia questions and shit like that, but, Yeah. And,
2: and just talking about like M T V now let's do a correlation here. I know we're not supposed to talk about professional wrestling, but if it wasn't for the success of MTV, like think about it, would WrestleMania have had its impact that it did with Cindy Lauper in the main yeah, event? Rock
1: rock and wrestling, you know? Hulk Hogan and, and Cindy Lauper and Roddy Piper played a big part uh, in all of that. Huge. And they had an early agreement with MTV to do like a, a crossover thing. Uh yeah, dude, that was that was that was huge.
2: It's huge, man. Huge,
1: huge, huge. Um, let's get back to a few more questions that we sure, have man. from uh, yeah. our our HMG Facebook page. Uh, Christopher Ams wants to know: Kurt Loader <laughs> or Rachel Maddow, who's more legitimate? Uh, I'm gonna let you take that one because uh, okay. I know uh, you know where you stand. Uh, politically.
2: God. So here's no, actually, I, I'm right down the middle, to be honest with you. because right okay, I am good. not a fan of what the fuck is going on in this world. Good. I'm, glad you said, you said I'm glad you oh, said that. Oh Jesus Christ, dude! I I I'm just furious. But that's a story for another day. That's for the three yeah. count over at uh, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the right. next level podcast. So here's a deal. So back in the day, you know, MTV again, you know, moving along with the times, you know, during the times of the Gulf War in 1991, you know, we had a guy like Kurt Loder MTV who was. News he was mtv news that's right you know and he yeah. was the voice of a generation you know yes. he was our walter cronkite i don't i don't know if i can even put him up there but yes he was well, i mean, faculty.
1: I remember when he sorry i mean interrupt. i remember when he announced the death of stevie ray vaughn you know and kurt Cobain. it's like yeah. that. Like, I, re, I remember like it's still ingrained in my head like i remember stuff like that from kurt loader yeah
2: incredible and um so if it's between him and, and rachel madcow uh, I'm, I'm gonna go <laughs> i'm gonna go with uh with kurt loader but but think about that, man. Think about MTV News and and think about how the effect on. um. So when when Bill Clinton was running for president, you know, uh, he was running against George Bush uh, senior at the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he he went on the Arsenio Hall show and he was playing saxophone and he went yeah. on MTV and spoke to all the young kids who had real legit questions on, on on social movements and and racism and all this other stuff. You know, we're talking about during the time when. We had the L.A. riots, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and all this other terrible stuff, you know, the Gulf War, so on and so forth. And, you know, MTV, music, television with Kurt Loder, you know what I'm saying? W- you know, we had a candidate for the presidency of the United States answering questions to people at the time our age, in their teens, in their 20s. You know, it was it was unbelievable. Dude, I know we're jumping all over the place time wise, but no, it's just
1: fine. He, dude, so he much. was so smart. So smart to do that, and I, I was actually Absolutely. a big fan of, of Bill Clinton back in the day. Um, not so much of his wife, but you know that it You're is always, what it is. It uh, but Slick Willie, man, he knew how to market himself, and you know, just like Obama uh, did. Obama did same thing. I like go on the Tonight Show all the time, and and trying to be like the people's, you know, the, the people's champion he to was use the that term. But yeah,
2: but Bill Clinton uh, was was yeah. was that was a smart move dude yes. that was a smart and the power of music television the power of MTV think about yeah. it that 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 um one episode of MTV it was an MTV news special actually that one episode i think along with getting on the Arsenio Hall show helped sway the young public um 18 to let's say 18 to 25 to go out there and vote and they did
1: yeah absolutely
2: they yeah, did 100%. They, and they also MTV also had a part in Obama's because now MTV is not what it was you know because it's kind of fading away because anytime you want to see a music video you go to YouTube anytime you want to see you, yeah. know, you get your news you go to you go to the phone but um but anyway man it, yeah it's that's a great question dude and uh, Kurt Loader's is so over to me though yeah for sure
1: uh our own wonderful MSG Matthew Shaffer Gage uh said uh they say that video killed the radio star Mm. but did it but did it
2: you know the video killed the radio star it did for a short time yeah but the radio star came back radio never died actually radio is just as powerful as it ever has been it's just different now um it's coming uh it's it's being brought to us on a digital level now um people can still see their music videos but let's be real like Unless it's something controversial, like there's this music video by this rapper right now. I can't remember the kid's name, but uh, he was basically twerking on the devil. I think it's called Monterey. It's it's insane, insanely terrible. And I I had to go and check it out so I can comment on it. But other than that, like I I don't know if video... No, video did not kill the radio star, but it put it to sleep for a long time, bro. In my opinion. What, What do you think, Rob?
1: Well, if you think about it, like, you know, especially back then, unless you have cable, uh, you know, and a TV, you're, you know, you're going to still be listening to your music on your Walkman or on your boombox or on your stereo or in your car. Even nowadays, I mean, you can listen to Spotify and, and all this shit in your car, but there's still radio stations that play, you know, the hits. So radio will always will always be around because more often than not, you're not going to be in front of a TV screen. Uh, and I know now with the advent of phones, it's a lot easier to watch you know, Vivo and YouTube and stuff like that. But for the most part, uh, it's 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 always going to be uh, an an audible, you know, f- form of medium. Um, so, but thank you, Matt, uh, for that question.
2: Hey, hey, Rob. If you want, since uh, you know I do have the Roadcaster, thank you for the people at Road. If you want, I can actually play video kill the radio star while we're actually signing off. We won't get struck for it because we're talking over it and then we can kind of fade out to it.
1: Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I right, could probably do that. Hopefully
2: we don't get struck, but I don't think we will. <laughs> just, just give me the cue when when, when to kick it, okay? You let me know. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, well, please if, continue. If
1: we, if we get kicked off, it's it's my fault. It's your fault.
2: It's my fault. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Y'all so Ben, if you're yeah. Just I don't think we will. Uh, Larry Helfrich wants to know a good question. Should we get a reprisal of remote control or singled out? Mm. Now, I I was not familiar with singled out.
2: I have. So check this out. Um, If if I'm correct, I'm going to have to Google this. Hold on one second. Um, So talk about the other. What's the other show he said?
1: He said remote control. Which we covered. I would. <laughs> I would love to see a reprisal of Remote Control. I still think it would play. It would play well today because it's. It's again unlike any other game show that you see on TV. And there's not a lot of game shows left unless you're watching like the Game Show Network and shit like that. But I mean, if you look at mainstream TV, I like what, Price is Right is still on on CBS in the mornings during the week. But I can't remember ever or Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. That's pretty much all that's left. Uh, so if Remote Control came back, number one, you would grab guys like us. You'd grab the nostalgia crowd. Uh, and retro was in right now. Oh, but I think you'd get a crossover audience and you get some young people like what the hell is this. So yeah, I would totally do that. But Single Out dude, I I, I literally okay. have no idea what that was about. You
2: remember it? Jenny McCarthy was the coast of of Single Out.
1: Oh well, there you go. That's all I had to mention. So, yeah.
2: So I'm gonna. So it's, this, this went between. I'm gonna read off of, off of Wikipedia. It was between 1995 and 90. So Single L is an American dating game show created by Bert Wheeler and Sharon Sussman, which al- originally ran on MTV from 1995 to 1998. Each episode um, featured a group of 50 singles competing for a date with That's one right, main. Right. So it was basically the dating game. Yeah, yeah. On steroids. So <laughs> check this fucking cool thing out. So at the, there was this girl Leela... That I was dating uh, for a short time, and at that time, again, I don't look like I did now. I think I was much better looking, much better shape. I was really hip, had the fucking cool. I actually had that night. I was wearing this really cool brown um, leather blazer, nice. okay, with these really cool jeans with a little bit, couple of rips in it, some nice shoes. She was dressed to the T. This dude stopped us in the street, and he was a pro- he was one of the producers for MT for that show, mm-hmm. and he wanted to he wanted. Us to come on separate <laughs> on the show. I yeah. I kid you not, and we almost went through with it, but you know, shit. What stopped happen. you? Fr- what What stopped you from doing it? I just didn't have the time. I didn't have the time, and I was like, ah, this is bullshit. Like I was weirded out about it, but she she was totally like <laughs> like Let's down do it. for it. I was like, oh, <laughs> this shit. This You probably chick. didn't last long with her, right? There. No, I didn't. I actually, yeah, got <laughs> <sorry>, with Leela. <laughs> um, I, I was dating her for a while, but I really dug her roommate. So that they well. I'm yeah, not gonna yeah. get into that, yeah. but it didn't end well. Um <laughs> but I dated her roommate for a lot longer. Um nice. but anyway, I hit the cough button. Sorry about that. You were but, a player, um, weren't you? Right. I, I oh, yeah. I don't want to get you in trouble with your I was i was, no, life, I'm not like that no more, but not even close. Like I love this woman. Um yeah, I was a little I was I had a lot of girlfriends <laughs> when I was a kid. At one time. And
1: I I I have a follow up question. How could you get any more better looking than you are right now? Uh, I, I, I don't. I don't understand. You gotta. I, see, you
2: gotta fucking see me when I was a kid, bro. I had. I even had a little bit of highlights in my hair back in the day. We're talking about the late nineties, early 70s, oh damn. Bro. You were. You were that guy. I was. I. I looked okay. So there's a picture of me floating out there on the internet with <laughs> mm-hmm. me and a bunch of my group, uh, a bunch of my friends, and um, we <laughs> look like. Um, they said that we look like there was a a pop a Latin pop group called El Barrio Boys.
1: I know them. I know and
2: them. We, we looked like. <laughs> we look like the when we went down when we used to go out to clubs dude we all went home with somebody it was fun but um but yeah i'm fat and old now so it, it doesn't matter but um but dude remote control would be interesting but here's the thing how do you do it like how how would you reprise it
1: yeah i don't know i, I that's that, that's a good question
0: the dating um, game
2: thing might work cuz it's worked from the freaking what is seventies all the way up yeah. to that would work. Single out would work, I think.
1: I th- right. I think it would too, but I would love to see either one uh come back. Yeah. Uh, I-, I gotta put a picture up right now. Hang on. Yeah, uh, I just cool. I just I just looked up the barrio Boys,
2: so I'm just oh, gonna throw Jesus. up a quick a quick picture on the screen. I wish I had that picture on my phone. <laughs> I would fucking send it to you right now to put it there. <laughs>
0: it's
2: just it's just a, yeah. Yep. yep. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> <That's>
0: <laughs> fucking horrible. Uh, look at that
2: so I would be the guy so open
1: look, shirt and shit like that too well, let me or, just tell you, know?
2: you you see that dude the, the, can you put that picture up alright so you yeah. see the guy in the middle not him that yeah. would be my boy Josh so the guy maybe to the just to if you're looking at the screen to your right that dude yeah. with the vest with the white t-shirt and the jeans yeah the, yeah yeah, yeah. Or, or the guy next to him it would be me Okay, the shorter hair that gotcha. would have been me but I was, I was a lot more jacked at that time
1: dude you uh yeah,
2: you're, you're you're hot. You're a hot stud, brother. Uh, no, I'm not a hot um, stud.
1: Uh, oh, with bobbo with musicians using YouTube and other mediums to showcase their music videos. Do you think MTV would be successful today if they went back to their original format that relied on mostly music-centric content?
2: That's a good question, and I'm going to give you a very simple answer: No. <laughs> and the reason is because you have music at the tip of your fingers. Yeah, yeah. Anything yeah. you want to hear, right now. Yeah. If I want to hear anything, right now, I have video kill the radio star queued up, ready to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I want to, if I want to listen to Montero, that piece of shit with that asshole rapper that's twerking on the devil, I can do that right now. Yeah. yeah. So, um, unfortunately, no. That that was, that was for its time a revolutionary now I don't know what, what can get over because everything is so easily accessible Rob what do you think
1: no I mean I I love the question Bobo but I mean no you're absolutely right it's just that 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 ship has sailed I mean especially like you said when you could pull up anything on your phone yeah. uh and watch it especially on YouTube um now, if they took that stuff away, if if music companies were to crack down uh, and do DCMA's on everybody, yeah. uh, where they had to put that shit back on TV, but I don't, I don't think they could. It's still the internet. It's the wild, wild west. They they can't regulate everything. You'll find it somewhere. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think that, that 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 business model would not work. Would not work. Now I gotta tell
2: you, Rob, if, if we did like a retro, like I know you do the retro shit, but if we did this once a month, I would not mind it at all. Yeah, I'm serious. Sure, absolutely. This is fun. I like I <clears throat> there's so many things I would love to talk about like you know TV in the 80s or, yep. or or in the 90s movies, you know, music. We can we can go into anything, dude. This is fantastic. Yeah. Do, you, do you have any more questions? This is awesome. I do actually. Uh yes, I have a few let's more. Go. Uh Dave Newman
1: says uh remember when MTV just played music 24/7 with no reality shows? Yeah. Yeah, we do. I mean, those 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 were good times. They were um, good
2: times. And and you know what? Let me just expound on on how much I I, I did love it, Dave. It was it was so cool because you know I, I was a big again, a big music buff. I listened to the radio all the time. And you know, when my parents went home and I was hiding and I was able to watch, I, dude, <laughs> it was just so cool because you wanted to see who this person singing looked like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you'd be disappointed and sometimes you'd be like, Holy shit. Like, you know, you know, um, what's this guy, Rick? Uh what's his name? Uh Rick, when we get Rick Rolled, what's this guy's? <laughs> <laughs> just, I can't remember the guy's name. Rick but Ross, I,
1: maybe I think it was. I'm not Rick Ross. It's
2: a black, this giant black rapper. But oh, yeah, um, no, <laughs> I, I don't remember. But 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 um. But anyway, like I thought that guy was like a thin, athletic-looking African American gentleman. But he was a skinny, redheaded white. He's a, guy. He's
1: a white dude. Yeah, I can't remember. I, I have his his picture in my mind, but I can't remember his name. But yes, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's just, it's
2: just um, incredible.
1: Well, I mean, like, they let the nerds come out, right? They let all the freaks come out. I mean, you look at, uh, you know, Boy George, you know, was was dressing up like a woman, wearing makeup yeah. and all that. And you didn't know, is that a guy? Is that a chick? I mean... Rick
2: Astley, by the way. Rick Astley. Rick Astley. That's right. Nice.
1: That's right. Um, but, like, you know, all the, you know, it was almost like pre-emo stuff, but, like, it was that kind of person. Like, uh, just, they let all the... everybody's allowed to let their freak flag fly, right? So, I mean, you saw all these different kinds of people on there, and it's like, I gotta have more of this. Um, Dave had a follow-up question uh, on that one. If they want to do reality TV, why not just have a separate channel like MTV Reality? Let us have our fucking music, goddammit. it!
2: Well, it's it's interesting because MTV. So they they were kind of they expanded to VH1 and VH1, VH1 like-
1: became the video channel at one point.
2: Yeah, because you know, and your wife made a good point. Like, she's like, oh, well, my parents didn't let me watch MCV, but they let me watch VH1 because VH1 played a lot of uh, stuff that was a little more, let's just say, um, innocent. No, not innocent. Uh, well, I mean,
1: yeah, kind of. I mean, not as risque, I guess.
2: And older, and, and you, if you wanted to hear, like, uh, I don't know who the fuck, Tina Turner or something like that, she would be yeah. on VH1. Yeah. You know, um, easy, easy listening shit, you know, that type of shit would be on VH1. They had. They had documentaries and other stuff. And now VH1, mm-hmm. I don't even know what VH1 is now.
1: Um, it's just like a regular channel. Dude. They just play yeah. reality shows and shit like that. Oh, like, boy. Oh. Almost every network has a reality. And probably every network does have some kind of, a, quote, I'm reality glad,
2: show. I'm glad they cut back on that whole reality bullshit. Because at one time in, in the 2000s, it was just like, everything was from Everything from, what was that stupid show with people on the island?
1: So <laughs> Survivor. Oh, yeah.
2: Jesus Christ. Everything was yeah. Survivor.
1: I watched the first season. And that Fear Factor. It. Fear Factor, Big Brother. We should talk about that. Yeah, uh, yes, Fear Factor, reality
2: TV from the 80s and, reality and 90s. TV,
1: Oh, fuck yeah! No, we could do. Jesus Christ, there's so many topics that we can go down uh, and that road go down. But yep, we but, are we are running out of time,
2: so, right, so uh, play us
1: out, brother. All right, I'm, I'm
2: gonna start. I'm gonna start playing this. Hopefully, here we go. Hold on. That. All right. So, all right. go ahead, Rob.
1: Now, what do you think of the lasting impact that MTV had on us? Like, obviously, they changed the landscape of music and and television, and things are different now. But what do you think would would be what they should be known for? You know what's their what's their lasting legacy, so to speak.
2: The lasting legacy for me, MTV, they were the voice, not to be uh, like 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 a. Whatever, but they were the voice of a generation, dude.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, they yeah. allowed us to 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 go out and, and learn about voting. They, they allowed us to MTV allowed us to 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 see music in a different way, to, to, to become more creative, to to expound and, and expand upon our imagination. MTV was was an incredible, incredible thing, man, back in the day, dude. And you know, we were lucky enough to grow up in an era, the the true, in my humble opinion, the true golden era of creativity yeah you know and and now what we have uh, not a big fan of it but you know what to this generation you know i believe that everybody has the opportunity to to do something special that was our special thing i mean we talked about a lot in about an hour and 15 20 minutes
1: and there's still a lot that we didn't we didn't get into oh yeah
2: easily 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 bro but so but mtv was just it had a huge impact. Everything from the way I dressed to the to the music I listened to 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 the posters on my wall. Yeah, unbelievable, my friend.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I absolutely agree with that too. Like, especially like for me, seeing a different side like Yo MTV Raps. You know, like Michael Jackson video. And dude, I was the biggest Michael Jackson mark. Uh, once I saw him on MTV, I had Michael Jackson posters on my wall. Like, I absolutely. Loved his music. I bought all his albums. Uh, I was a huge, huge Michael Jackson fan. Again, tried the moonwalk. Didn't mm-hmm. work. Uh, but damn it, I still tried it. Uh, I'm not going to say I had the fucking, like, you know, the leather jacket like Eddie Murphy wore on Raw and all that, but uh, I wanted it. My parents wouldn't wouldn't buy it for me. But, um, uh, yeah, no, MTV, even with the reality, dude, even, even with the real world, they literally launched... The reality era, uh, yeah, which which we see today on again every single channel. So, MTV was just at the forefront of everything, and yeah, we wouldn't be where we are today w- without it. I mean, uh, can you just imagine if there weren't music videos to watch? Can you imagine if there wasn't a reality TV show to watch? Yeah. Um, it just it changed it changed the game, brother. It really did. Sure did.
2: Sure did. Well, we got about thirty seconds left of the song, so I don't know if you want to sign off, brother.
1: Yeah, uh, where can we find on social media, man?
2: All right, you can hit me off everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere at Big Ray Hernandez, my friend.
1: Uh, and you can find me everywhere at Rad Rob Gaming. Uh, I'm also a Twitch gaming streamer, twitch.tv slash Rad Rob Gaming. My YouTube gaming channel is Rad Rob Gaming. Uh, we keep it easy. We, we keep it simple. Uh, and also check out my other show, RTW Main Event, that drops on my network, the Rad Rob Radio Network, uh, on Thursdays. That's my comedy slash variety show so ray i appreciate you being here brother uh it was good times we're absolutely gonna do this again Uh, and i hope you guys enjoyed this show and, and, and enjoy the new format we're coming out with because uh it's uh it's just stuff that we love and it brings us back to a time when things were much much simpler
2: i want my mtv
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of RTW Rewind. For all the latest news and announcements, please follow us on Twitter at RTW Brand. You can also follow Rad Rob at Rad Rob Gaming. If you'd like to ask us any questions, you can email us at RTW Rewind at gmail.com and we'll read them on the air. You've been listening to RTW Rewind exclusively here on HMG on Realm and the Rad Rob Radio Network.